Hi, my name is Chris Long, and my name is Flynn Atkins. We live in Columbus, Indiana, and we've been skating for about three years. And we put together a little clip from our latest home skate video, and we hope you enjoy it. Enjoy! Welcome back, friends. You are tuned into the Bones Brigade audio show. I'm Larry, and with me, as always, is Matt. Matt, how are you, sir? Dude, so good. So Dude. good. That's great. Dude, that intro I is like a like a little tongue twister for me. I had to slow it, had to slow it down and, and properly punctuate that thing. I liked it. <laughs> nice change of pace. So here we are, episode 44. Matt, what are we getting into today? Dude. This is one that I have been really looking forward to since the inception of this show. And this is one of those ones that I am just flabbergasted that we were able to actually pull together because this is one of our, this is, you know, we're, we're sort of known for getting, you know, some little more esoteric guests on this show mm -hmm. that have some history of, with uh, the Paul Peralta videos. And I would say this is, this is up there in the ranks. So we have today from Ban This Video It Yourself segment, Chris Long and Flint Atkins, as well as a special surprise third guest who, unbeknownst to us and probably most of the world, also had a trick in that part, a guy named Steve Thompson. That's so right. we have Chris Long and Flynn Atkins, as well as Steve Thompson, you will know those names if you have watched Band This as many times as we have, or even just a few times. And they're here. They're in the studio. They're in the waiting room. They're in the green room now. They're in the green room waiting. They're eating them. all the Butterfingers. <laughs> and they all requested M&Ms with no brown M&Ms. No right. Yeah. So let's talk real quick. Uh, well, I guess we can get into some hot topics, but let's talk real quick about how this thing kind of came to, to fruition. If you want to get into that. Sure. You know, we started, reached out. We, I mean, would they say their names and their, their hometown in the video? So I was like, all right, we're off to a good start. So I think right away we found Flynn yeah. and started communicating with him. And this was probably over, this a year is over ago. a year ago. Yeah. This yeah. is like, so this has been in the worst of the show. Yeah. yeah. This has been in the worst for a long time, but he did not know how to get in touch with Chris. Uh, which is understandable. I mean, you know, it's, it's been 30, 30 years, years ago. Yeah, 33 yeah. years ago. But, you know, in my mind, I still wanted to think these two guys were like best buddies just out there ripping it up, you know, skating around parking lots and yeah. church stairways and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we kept in touch with Flynn and we found Chris on Instagram, but he wasn't like a big Instagram user, I guess. So I was messaging him and he was, I don't know, just not seeing the messages. I was commenting, commenting, and you know, I don't know, it just wasn't working. And then one day, Steve Thompson appears in our Instagram inbox, and he had been listening to the show and was like super stoked that we mentioned them on our band this episode. And I was like, oh my God, we've been trying to get Chris and Flynn on the show. We can't get a hold of Chris. And he's just like, I'll take care of it. I know how to get in touch with them. I'm actually the third guy in the video that, you know, no, didn't didn't realize that yeah so i was like this yeah. is incredible he put it all together and and we had them in in the, in the here we are you know our first available opening we just got yeah. them in right away and 
Yeah. All, all, all were psyched, psyched to come on the show and, uh, you yeah. know, yeah. So this, uh, you know, we talk about the, well, I'm sure we've mentioned the list before and we'll mention it again, but these guys were on the list. Yeah. That with Miss Catherine mm-hmm. and, uh, Daniel Gesmer and a whole bunch of other people that we've had on. Yeah. Uh, and people that we haven't yet have had on, but yeah, it was, it was, this was one of those ones where we were definitely talking about this one for a long time yeah. leading up to the, leading up to the show, even starting, this was like guests that we were excited to have on. So definitely. super psyched to get in, uh, in the conversation with these guys and see what they have to say. Definitely. But before we have them pop on Matt, uh, any hot topics this week? I've got a, I've got a few, we can uh, dig into a little bit. Go for it, man. I'm topic All right. Free. Well, Today, as of this recording, is Stacy Peralta's birthday. So happy birthday, Stacy Peralta. Yes, sir. We owe you a lot. Thank you for all these incredible videos you've given us. And so much more. Yes, and so much more. And so speaking of videos, this is one I've forgotten to mention the last few episodes. So a listener of the show, Brad Miller, writes in and says, Hey, check out these photos of my old, you know, I still got my old VHS tapes. Here's a photo of a Bones Brigade video show I have and Future Primitive. And I was like, he had, and then do do any of your videos have that like mail order form? You could like order other videos. Mm, My public domain, the only one I have uh, public domain came with, it's like a little trifold thing that would like, it had like public domain on the cover and then you could order, you know, video show future pyramid it had like a little order form you could check the box if you wanted beta or vhs and also you know so it was like video show primitive chin public domain and they had x-rated and i think savannah slamma was on there too that you could order so brad shows a photo of this order form you know but it's still folded up and it has future primitive graphics on like it would be the cover i was like oh wow i've never seen that like what like, can you show me a photo of the inside? So he sends me this photo and it's a reorder form. And so check this out. You can order bones brigade video show, future primitive search for animal chin. And there's a fourth video that I guess has never come out. No, never saw this mentioned anywhere, read anything about it. We've talked about an ill-fated freestyle video, a freestyle video. Yeah, yeah sure. So I'm guessing Not this that. is another ill-fated Powell Peralta video titled Bones Brigade Ramp Builder. And it says you can get it on beta or VHS, but it says not available until March 1st, 1987. And I my guess- if, I bet you I know what it is. Okay, go for yeah, it. Animal Chin Ramp Steps. It's gotta be because- it has to be. Yeah, yeah, they filmed like a thousand hours. Yeah. You know, we've seen- If going, it came out in 87, that would make sense. Yeah, they would film the build of the chin ramp. So, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, if you go to YouTube and you put in, I believe, just put in animal chin ramp steps. Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? It's Team Pain. Is their... it's a team? It's a Team Pain video. It's on their channel. Yeah, but animal we've, chin... we've seen this ramp building footage going all the way back to Axe Rated. Yeah. Well, animal chi- yeah animal chin ramp steps i believe is probably some of the footage that would have been in this video that you're mm-hmm. talking about so go to youtube and just put in those exact words and it'll be the first thing that comes up and it will blow your mind if you haven't seen it yet but wow 
So but I'm wondering if it would have been, it's kind of some of that footage, but maybe a little more detailed if it was something they were. Yeah. Yeah. Sell. Well, I mean, there's, there was detail in this video. There's text on the screen, mm-hmm. you know, like step one, you know, cut the transitions. Step two, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's got uh what's his name in it? Can't think of the guy's name. It's blanking. Tommy K. Tommy K. Keep the raccoons out of the, the truck. Keep the raccoon on my truck. He's in there. Yeah. And he's riding some sketchy longboard or something like that. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's about to break in half. <laughs> yeah, they show cab riding that in uh yeah. the demented chin segment in That's right. Yeah. But so, I thought yeah, this was pretty yeah. wild. There cool. at one point you were going to be able to buy like a ramp building how-to video from Paul Peralta called Yeah, Bump I bet you it was like how to build a vert ramp, probably how to build like a launch ramp, how to build a wall ride ramp, how to build whatever. Yeah, that would be probably had everything in there. Inter- We're going to yeah. try to dig up some more information on this from uh, It was all the dude, I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. It was all it was all the rage back then. Right? Yeah. Just, ramp building was it. Another interesting note on this order form, you can order search for animal chin like I said, but it says not available until January 1st, 1987, which is kind of weird because it didn't premiere till May 87. So this probably came out, you know, they were probably working on the video and they're like, when's it coming? Uh, January sounds good. We'll have it done, you know, but then obviously it was not <laughs> done till a few months later, but that's something I thought was really neat. Uh, that is cool. kind of like this other yeah. video bones brigade video that almost happened. We should post that up. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Post that picture. Up. Yeah. We'll get that up. And then I had one more thing I wanted to mention Okay. on the Talking Schmidt podcast. He just did a two-parter with MoFo for his like mm. 200th episode kind of celebration. Okay. Just, and I could listen to this guy. I mean, you're talking about the history of Thrasher. Oh, yeah. He's got great recollection, great details. Um, you know, he's talking about Rodney Mullen, photographs yeah. of Rodney, talks about Lance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just incredible stuff. So if anyone's not tuned in to Talking Schmidt, go go check that one out. That one was uh, highly enjoyable. Absolutely, man. Awesome. I'll check it. Haven't heard yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Should we get the guys on? It looks like they're almost done snacking in the green room. Yeah, they're they've cleaned us out, dude. We gotta make a <laughs> we gotta send the uh, production assistant to the store. Yeah. Send those PAs the, out the there. Company card. Yeah. Yeah, let's bring them on, dude. Let's do this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chris Long, Flynn Atkins, and Steve Thompson. All right, here we are. Thanks for joining us, guys. Steve, Chris, and Flynn. This is very exciting. We've wanted to have you guys on the show for a long time. And Steve was the one that kind of brought everybody together. So I was just wondering real quick, when was the last time you guys had seen each other or or communicated? Well, I've seen Flynn... Maybe the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I'd seen Chris since the mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. 30 years until yeah. last, uh, until last Thursday. Yeah. I think like 95 was probably the last time I saw Chris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The beginning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Wow. <laughs> Long time. Yeah. It's uh this has been a good uh kind of like rekindling and in, in like getting everyone back together. Cause it was just like, I mean, it's taken us a year, like, I'm not on Facebook and I think Chris wasn't on Instagram and it was like, Instagram is the only way I was hitting him up. And I'm like, man, I guess he doesn't. All right. (laughs) But Steve, Steve did a good job of, of uh, finding a way to get a hold of Chris and was like, Oh man. So yeah, we, we've had a good time just kind of reconnecting after all the years. That's awesome, man. 
That's awesome. So before we jump into band this, I think we got to go back a little farther. So were you guys friends before skateboarding or did skateboarding bring you guys together? I'd say skateboarding brought us together, Flynn. I mean, I think we were acquaintances, but you and I were probably the first skateboarders at our middle school. Yeah. It's funny. I I was kind of reliving, kind of going through the past. And I was thinking, I remember hearing about this Chris Long guy because we had, um, we had what, it was a similar bio, the same biology teacher. And she kept saying, (laughs) oh, oh, you're you're getting an A plus just like Chris Long in the other class. And we uh we it was like, who is this guy? And then somehow we ended up meeting each other. It was like, oh, you're Chris, you're the competition. It was like uh and somehow we started skating in that process. I yeah. think it was just like we had both had that interest and had started skating around the same time, and then we just crewed up and yeah we were probably some of the first in our like middle school to to skate and then we met steve a couple of years later i think um, yeah i was a year younger yeah yeah so uh i think i started skating a little later like 87 ish but i was pretty shy so i didn't i didn't introduce myself or anything to these guys who were definitely like the the older crew, the, the better guys. The cooler, older skaters. <laughs> yeah, the older guys. Nice. By like one year. Yeah. Makes all the difference back then. Yeah, yeah, it makes though, a big difference. Yeah, the difference yeah. between like 11 to 13 is like you know, massive. Yeah. Well, there were like 20 tricks. So, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys are from Columbus. What was the local scene, the skate scene like there? You're looking at it. You're looking at it. <laughs> you guys created it. You guys started it. You know, we, we were talking about that. Like, obviously, in that time period and in that area, we were definitely outcasts. And we were yeah. definitely, you know, you, you hear, like, all the anti-bully stuff now. And you think, like, dude, you guys have no idea. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, day, the daily, like, horror we would face. And then literally we we started rehashing some memories of like just time where people would just roll up and just start punching you you know coming out with baseball bats chasing you i mean i i i've had we all had a few moments where it was like oh my gosh i'm about to die because Mm -hmm. we were just we were picked on but for whatever reason we still decided that like we love this so much and this is so much of our identity that we continue to do it and i think that kind of just made us like stick closer you know what i mean yeah. uh but the the scene itself columbus is an interesting city because uh, what they call it the architectural capital of the midwest right yeah, so you, here's this here's this little bitty town but the library was designed by im pay and there were all of these cool architectural structures which also rendered themselves kind of nice to skate that's so we right had some pretty cool like staircases and and things that you probably wouldn't find in a in a city quite that size anywhere else in the midwest you know that turns so, out aero serenade makes some pretty skatable architecture he sure does <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so i it, i think then it was just kind of one of those things where we started you know skating street and then we built like a mini ramp in my backyard and we were thinking about we were uh, steve and i were kind of re we reconnected a couple weeks ago and it was like, dude, we built that. We didn't steal any of the wood. Didn't we got all of it legit. We didn't steal the wood. We Chris and I had paper routes 
and that's basically how we made our and yeah steve had yeah we all had paper routes and that's how we funded like everything that we did you know what i mean so hey flynn didn't your first didn't your first ramp didn't we build it from wood from your house burned down, right? Yeah, yeah, my house. And we had a bunch down. of extra oh, no. wood from that, and that was the one, <laughs> yeah. the one positive that came from wow. it. We were able yeah, to build a six yeah. foot mini ramp. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I forgot we the the house burned down, and we were rebuilding it. And the uh, contractor was kind of cool enough to every now and then he'd be, "Oh, you need some more uh, two by fours? You need a couple <laughs> sheets?" He's like, "I got you, man." Of course, he was probably charging my parents, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> Who knows? But he hooked it. He, he definitely helped us out. But I do recall going to the lumber store a few times and, you know, but we think about you think about it and go, man, we were building all that on our own, didn't know exactly what we were doing. And it wasn't like all that was accessible, like on YouTube. We didn't no, have YouTube, no, how no. to build a ramp. It was literally like looking at the magazine, looking at Thrasher or Trans World going, okay, I think that's how they did it. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we kind of make a template and then, you know, it was just like kind of research like the old school old school way and anytime we saw anyone else with the ramp it was like hey how'd you guys do this and you'd be checking it out like oh okay okay you know so but we we definitely you know ended up making some you know some some ramp some things that we you know were able to continue to grow in the in the in the sport you know, Flynn, yeah. going back to the very beginning, though, all we needed was a, a launch ramp and your oh, yeah. gr- your garage or my front yeah. porch. And yeah. we would do we would do hand plants for two hours and, and you know, yeah. little method errors for a hey, you didn't need mu- you didn't need much in the very beginning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The launch ramp out in front of your house. I remember that was yeah. a big one. And then just like you said, like street plants, yeah. you know, <laughs> and then a curb, a curb, you know, and then it definitely I, I do recall, um, you know, because we hadn't really seen anything. It wasn't accessible like it was, mm-hmm. say, in L.A. at the time. But when you I recall, I think it was Chris, your dad took us to um, Cow Skates in Dayton, Ohio. Yep, nice. And I remember we saw not as Ollie over a cow. It was wow. a statue of a cow. <laughs> and I remember we like how. There was no ramp. How did he do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I remember like that night we stopped at like a Kentucky fried chicken or something. And we're just trying to Ollie shooting the board every like, how did this guy do this? You know. Oh, but so it you was guys like, hadn't done an Ollie yet at all. Like that was we really had not no. It was wow. the first time we'd ever because I think maybe on future primitive there was hints of that. Yeah. But it was like this was the first time that we had seen someone actually like Ollie, where it was like, what in the world? And that was like wild. I think that might have been the first contest that Mike Vallelli had entered. And he Do you did remember like a that? big stab plant and dropped yeah, in. That's the uh, yeah. 1987. He won the AM yeah. contest. Yeah. He was sitting right behind that. I'll never forget that, yeah. man. That was phenomenal. I, yeah. And you know what? One time, I think it was on Twitter or Instagram, Mike had posted something about that contest. And I yeah. said, bro, I was right there. I did a sad plant and he like tagged me back like, oh, no way. You know, it was like it was one of those moments where it's like, hey, um, but yeah, I'll, I will never forget that. And just like that was kind of like how we learned was by you like we traveled to Dayton, Ohio and saw these, you know, dudes like not as just killing it. And you're like, what in the world? But it just opened our eyes. And I think yeah. made us 
that much more excited about skateboarding like oh wow this is incredible did you guys enter any contests back in those days we did there uh there was a skate uh skate shop in indianapolis greenwood the south side called in orbit shout out uh, jim nordsick uh he had this skate shop and then he started holding contests and then they moved to a new location and built like a small skate park where they had like what was it 10 or 11 foot vert ramp they had mm -hmm. a six foot yeah. mini and a four foot mini they had some like bumps out in the front and that was that place was, i think was really integral because he did a great job of having mm -hmm. a lot of demos and contests and yeah. you know i remember seeing you know all kinds of people because like even progressing we're seeing like I think Christian Hosoy came through, yep. Sal Barbier, Sean Sheffy. I mean, it was just so many different demos and contests that came through. And that really kind of opened us up to like, okay. And so the, we started doing the, you know, contest then whenever they would happen. But it seemed like a lot of them were put on by Jim. And we, I don't think we, we never placed Flynn, did we? I don't ever remember placing in the top three or anything. I, I think I, I do recall placing like second and third nice. and then a, a little bit later, this was probably like 91. I remember I drove up to Rockford, Illinois. They had an indoor skate park and I ended up entering the, um, what was it? The, um, this, the skateboard, the NSA. Mm -hmm. And I go there and Eric Costin had driven out with Eddie Algira. And they wanted him to just basically go and win first place to kind of kill it. And um, so he came out and I remember seeing Eric Costin skate. And um, yeah, I think I got 14th. <laughs> the dude was just like, the dude was incredible. And I, I that was like H Street when they brought him out. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, oh my gosh. But yeah, I remember like seeing Costin just ripping and just going, okay, man. Yeah, this is wow yeah, there were a few uh shops that would have contests probably two or three times a year there were several shops around indy there was over the edge mm. uh, oh yeah where's the beach maybe but yeah there was one in bloomington. what's that there was there was one in bloomington wasn't there a skate shop in columbus too jim brought one really yes yeah no way i, I remember that contest behind where the old jc penny was yeah Oh, Mitchie, yeah. oh, the Mitchie contest, did that. Yeah. Mitchie did that kickflip blunt that way and kickflip out of it, I think. Blew yeah. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And you know the story yeah. that it was like he someone was trying to teach him how to do another trick and he went and did that instead. And they were just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about natural talent. We we were blessed to see a lot of natural talent that unfortunately just kind of went mm -hmm. sideways, I think, by personal yeah. life choices. Um, mm -hmm. but there was this kid, Mitchie Calloway. He ended up riding for Hosoy and he looked kind of like a mini Hosoy. But the kid, the story goes what? Jim, when they built the vert ramp, Mitchie had never even skated vert. And within what? It was like a week, two weeks, he was killing it, like master vert. And yeah. we were all just like, this guy. And I remember Christian Hosoy coming out being like, this dude's amazing. Wow. Signed him, whatever. And I remember running into Christian Hosoy years later. And I saw him and I said, hey, man, uh, we were like at this whatever function we were talking. And I was like, I'm going to throw a name out there. You remember this dude, Mitchie Calloway? And he was like, bro, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. It just, it didn't pan out. I yeah. Think life, life choices. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. But dude was 
incredible. Anyway, so that's cool. kind of in, in a nutshell to kind of answer the question. That's kind of what it was like, I guess, where we were. It did. We did see it grow and evolve over time. For nice. Sure. Yeah, it was kind of weird, you know, being Columbus. And there was probably maybe 20, 20 to 30 kids, tops, maybe like am I, am I way off on that? But like it was not a large group in Columbus that skated. So there was not a lot like there was not a lot of push to to do anything for skaters because there just weren't that many of us. And it was hard back then, man. Yeah. yeah and there was yeah. no one cared. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I was in the Midwest too, landlocked, and it was the same yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? And the weather, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know, it would be um, really cold. We were fortunate in what was it like 88 or 89? A friend of ours uh, ended up, his, his dad was sort of this like business guy in town, and he had like a, a warehouse that was the bottom floor was just full of like giant pieces of junk, like just diesel engines and yeah. yeah, like huge pieces of like uh, HVAC units for giant buildings. And you would have to kind of weasel your way through. But eventually the top floor, which was enormous, um, was empty. And we swept it out. Um, there was probably two or three inches of like dead birds and muck. Um, we swept it out. We all got histoplasmosis, I'm sure. And we built <laughs> ramps in there. And that was where we skated during the winter. So that was pretty fortunate. Yeah. That was. yeah. Yeah. It was like old rickety wood floors. Yeah. So yeah. We, yeah. And just mad dusty. But yeah, we were really lucky. I think, to I think there's some footage from the, from the van, uh, this thing that's from the warehouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I think so. Yeah. So when did the video camera start to come in the mix for you guys? Because back then, you know, all I wanted to do was film skateboarding with my dad's video camera. He would say, no, this thing costs like $5,000. You're not allowed to touch it. (laughs) I dreamed of filming my friend's skateboarding, but that came a little later. But you guys were were doing it. Fortunately enough, my dad said yes. Uh, And (laughs) and I think it's because it it was from his work. It was his work camera. So uh, (laughs) we pretty, Flynn, you know, we pretty much had access to it right out of the gate. And uh, I certainly credit the the video camera with progression. I mean, us being able to go session for a couple hours and then come inside and watch what we, watch those hand plants and ho-hos that we were trying. And and next time, you know, we'd go out and be able to get them. So it, it pretty much was a piece of, of our evolution the entire time. Yeah. And I think, Steve, you had a camera as well. I had right. a friend. Well, I had a friend, this uh, girl I was hanging out with had a video camera, and we would always use her camera to film. And eventually, my dad bought a camera. And it turned out the reason was because this, this girl's father was my dad's, like, boss's boss. So every time we had the camera, he was like, please don't break this camera because I'm going to get fired. You know, like, so, <laughs> so yeah, he eventually bought a video camera for us, and so that was that was where I started. You know. Yeah, and we we were talking about this. We were very fortunate because Chris's father worked in like the AV department. Is that correct? He was in or he had corporate tra- He was in corporate it. training yeah. and had access to it. Yeah, I just remember going to an editing bay there and had you know two decks and we start editing and and adding music and slow-mo and it was like you know and that was i think one of the things that stacy was you know like how did you guys do this man you know and it was like we were very fortunate to have that access at such an early period in in the 
evolution of video technology. Absolutely. Right? So that's absolutely. great. Yeah. I was going to ask if you were just filming for the fun of it, or you had kind of aspirations to make a local video or anything like that. Rich, I, I, I mean, I wanted to emulate future primitive and then chin, you know, I mean, I wanted to just make videos. And so I think initially it was that, and then obviously later on, we were trying to get sponsored. So we were, yeah. we were really trying to make sponsorship videos later on. Yeah. That's, I think that's like really the, the, what kind of like when we made the video that we sent to Powell, it was yeah. like we were seeking sponsorship, right? Yeah. And we were sending out copies to everyone that we could find an address for. And man, I would hunt down and find phone numbers. Like I ended up getting like Steve Stedham's home phone number and yeah. just kept bugging him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. So you guys made, I guess, is it because from seeing the clip and band this, you have that intro and the vibe it gave me was like, Hey, here's just me and my bud skating. Check it out. It wasn't necessarily to get product or, you know, we're just, just spreading the stoke of our local scene, but it was originally kind of an intended sponsor me tape. Yeah. yeah so yeah. To, Flint, to Flint's point, we sent them all over the industry and one day I, 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 we all have slightly different memory of this, but I remember my sister coming and saying, Hey, there's some guy on the phone says he's Stacy Peralta and he wants to talk to you. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I was oh like, it's God. Flynn. It's Flynn. He's just pulling my leg, yeah. whatever. <laughs> just hang, hang up on him. I'll call him later. No, he says he's Stacy Peralta. All right. Give me the phone. And sure enough, it was Stacy Peralta. And he said, in my memory of this, he says, Hey man, I'm sitting here with Tony and Lance and we're watching the video sent him. We just love it. And we'd love to use some of it in our next our next video and of course you know i I, my mind just exploded so he had asked us at that point to basically send him a lot of the raw footage to kind of not not just send him a bunch a box of tapes but to kind of clean it up but send him the tricks you know our best tricks with a good front end and a back end on it so he could kind of clean it up and edit it and then to do that that introduction as well oh so you did that that introduction on on the behest of stacy yes correct okay and then steve you said just before we started the call you had some alternate takes of that introduction yes i do (laughs) (laughs) you need to see that i don't know if we can like if I can, can, we can, we could do like a share screen or something. Oh, like no, that. it's all right. We'll, 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 punch we'll share in. it later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll send them to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how long from sending the tape out? Uh, how long was it till you got the call? Uh, man, that it, was, I, it probably, I, I don't recall. It was probably a couple months. It was like literally like a thief in the night. Like you had no idea. Yeah. And it was just this. And I, I do remember like being at your house and you're like, dude, Flynn, you got it here. And I remember, and he was like, oh, hey, man, this is Stacy. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> as soon as you hear his voice, it's like, yeah, that's Stacy yeah. Peralta, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I want to say it was probably a month or two or three. But then after he made that connection, you know, to Chris's point, we then were like, oh, my gosh, we got to get this together. We got to do this intro, and, you know, and we put it together. And apparently Steve has a whole bunch of outs. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, man. Flint, you and I look, you and I look so comfortable. so natural down there in my, uh, in my basement, in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yep. wait to, I can't wait to see that. And Steve, I think you I said know. it was my sister. My sister was filming, right? Yeah. I think I yeah. filmed a couple oh of them. It's funny. You, you must've like had one of my tapes because all that, those, all those intros are taped over a bunch of like me skating somewhere. <laughs> so like I'm, I was watching I'm like, Oh, okay. They use my tape. But um, yeah, there's some of your sisters in there. I think uh, Scott Clapp. Nice. Um, yeah, and I think That's I take great. one of them. So, uh, there's like two or three different 
versions. And they're all great. Amazing. Did they did they and tell you what they wanted to see in an intro, or you just decided like, hey, this is this would probably work. Let's just wing it. He probably said, you know, give us your names, where you're from, and kind of yeah. what's going on. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We you guys must be freaking out, right? Like Stacy wants our footage to put in a Powell video. Yeah. I, and I think I, I there was still probably that personal side of us thinking like, oh, maybe we're gonna get sponsored. Of course, of course, yeah. Of course. Maybe we're gonna get some boards. Of course, your mind's gonna go there, man. Yeah. But that, because that, let's that, face it, they probably got uh, yeah, who knows, thousands, hundreds, thousands of tapes that have come in, and you guys were yeah. the ones that got picked. I mean, that's pretty yeah. incredible just by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree so, more. Yeah. I had no I still didn't really believe it was going to be in like a, a band this or a Pal Peralta video. I thought it was going to be some side project, some little offshoot of a bunch of videos that folks had sent in or something else. So when when we really found out what it was, I mean, it was just an honor and just blown away. Okay, so you send in the tapes with the intro and the kind of raw footage. Do you hear anything or you're just you're just left guessing or what ha- what happens next? As I recall, no one heard anything until the video was coming out and you guys didn't even get a copy. We had to drive up to in orbit to buy a copy at like 7 p.m. you know on a Friday night, the night that it came out. And uh that's how I recall. Yeah. We eventually did get a copy. They did, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. they sent a copy with a bunch of stickers, I think, if I recall. Yeah. Oh, and cool. I'm trying to think I think there might have we might have signed like yeah. giving them consent to like when we sent the video, I think there might've been paperwork that we signed. I feel like that was buttoned up as well. But, but yeah, we, uh, we drove up and bought a copy and I think we had a whole mess of skaters in my basement for the, oh yeah, for yeah. the premiere, right? You guys yeah. had your own premiere. We had our own premiere. Heck yeah. Yep. So yeah, you go and you buy, you go well, and actually, buy. Hold on. Let's, okay. let's back up one second, Larry. So, so how did you guys find out? Did you guys know ahead of the, ahead of the fact that you were, when did you find out you were going to be in band this? Did you get a call? Did they, cause you said, Chris, you know, you, you were thinking it was just going to be some other thing. How did you find out ahead of time that no, you were actually in a Powell video and you had a part that was like a minute long. Perhaps it's when we had to do the releases, Flynn. Maybe okay. it was, yeah. maybe it was at yeah. that point, at okay. some point along the, that, that month or two, however long that period was, we found out. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah was, so that must've been the, like a cup. I can't even imagine what yeah. it must've been like waiting to see that or to like what are they going to do with this when we got up to an orbit to buy the video that night i I don't know if it was bruce or whoever was working at the the counter as he kind of handed over the video i think everyone was kind of like did it did it get in and he was like yeah it's in this di like a do-it-yourself part we were kind of like oh Mm. and then on a way out he just said ollie mctwist uh-huh. <laughs> goes, spoiled it spoiled it twist. and he kind of shook his head and we were like no that's not gonna happen <laughs> and then as that last scene was happening we were all like oh my god well, you it. guys had a place of prominence in that video as far as i'm concerned because it came after what i believe is one of the single greatest skateboarding segments ever filmed which is the steve caballero how to draw a perfect line oh, yeah. and then you get right after that like yeah. come on man oh yeah yeah, I was there, and you know, I don't know if you guys know this story. I'll I'll keep it brief, but I was at the world premiere of Ben this in in '89. I heard that one of the yeah, I was one of the couple hundred people that was there for the first showing. So I actually was one of the first handful of people to ever see that part. Wow! Ironically enough, 
Where was that? Awesome. It was in uh, the Sheldon Concert Hall in St. Louis, Missouri. No way. November eighteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, and I was on the you know the Bones Brigade mail order team. You yeah. Know, the send away <laughs> two dollars and a you know whatever. Yeah. Um. So we got first crack at seats and um. Yeah, I'll tell you, man, that was a cool part, and people were psyched to see it because it had not nothing like that had ever been yeah. in a, a Powell video before, yeah. and it gave everybody there was like you know everybody was amped to like the limit that night anyway. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, dude, seeing like some people in there that you're like, here's dudes that clearly like submitted a tape and it got into a Powell video. Yeah. Like, that's awesome, you know? Really cool. And, and it was relatable because you're like, oh, like I'm that guy, basically, you know? <laughs> and yeah. I'm surrounded by a room full of guys like that. Yeah, so you could put, cool. almost like put yourself into the video, you know, like the average guy right. is now, you know, in a Bones Brigade video. Which is super awesome. But I was going to ask, like, you go to buy band this and you're like, is this the video we're in? We don't know. Because you said it might be this other thing, you know. So what was the drive home like? You're like just staring at this VHS tape in the car for like an hour on the way home. Like, yeah. is this it? Is this it? Yeah. Pretty I'm much. Like, yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I think it was just the anticipation of like, well, when's it going to be? And it's like, you know, every scene is like, oh, is this it? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I remember when when it started they put this kind of weird filter over yeah. the, the, the intro and we were all kind of like, Oh no. Oh, did they, they like make it look little... more DIY or something? Yeah. It is yeah. Kind yeah. Of it's black and black and white has okay. some crackle through it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, and yeah there was that like <laughs> second of like, Oh no, this, this is bad. And then, it, yeah. My favorite part, we're all gathered in the basement, though. Okay. And, you know, Flint, Flint and I had sent all this video in, and we'd sent tons of tricks in, and we didn't know what they were going to use. And we're all gathered around the TV, and the very first trick is Steve doing a board slide on a planter box. <laughs> yeah. Nice. The, base, the basement just erupts. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Steve's in the video! <laughs> That's great. So what, yeah, you guys so just invited all your friends over, maybe your parents are yeah. there, too, and you're just, yeah. you're just waiting. For sure, Chris's parents. Chris's yeah. parents were. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Chris's parents were like instrumental in all of our skating like lives. They yeah. fostered, you know, take us to contests overnight, like, you know, taking us all around. So they were definitely like skate parents. parents place to yeah. skate. skate parents. A lot so, of Domino's pizzas. A lot nice. of Domino's. I, <laughs> I think your basement constantly smelled like Domino's pizza. It was like anytime I smelled that that old school Domino's smell, I'm like, oh, it smells yeah. like Chris's basement. <laughs> yeah, so. Super cool. So yeah, we, it, was, yeah. it was all of us. I think like there were some there some girls there, probably like. But then afterwards, we all went to the warehouse and skated. Yeah, it was. Yeah everyone's very stoked afterwards so is everyone like in the local scene are they just like tripping out like oh my god i can't like you guys have clout now like you're just like you're the big the big dogs in town for sure i mean we were still getting bullied at school but oh yeah yeah, yeah. for yeah. the skateboard for the yeah. skateboarders we were we were the 15 yeah. other kids in town yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. absolutely and i think people were also stoked like it was you know there's parts where you hear our friends just you know going yeah and they were like, that was my voice. Like, it was, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, everyone was sneaking like, in the glory. You know, I filmed that. Like, everyone was like, oh, I'm a part of this now. Like, it was, it was, it was very cool. So did anybody else make it into that part besides you, Steve? 
or was it just Flynn and, and Chris? Yeah, I was just us. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's some people in the background standing in the background. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like you yeah. know, as far as skating, because you know, we Larry and I were talking like, because when Steve reached out, it was like, oh, we didn't realize another guy. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like we just didn't really even re- realize that that was somebody else in that first trick. So I was just wondering if anybody, uh, any from the, anyone else from the local crew made their mm-hmm. made their no, debut. I think, but... No, I think that was it. Yeah. So that's Steve, awesome. did you film a lot of a lot of the stuff that's in the video? I think so. Uh, they filmed a lot, I think themselves for the sponsorship stuff, but I think I filmed some stuff after because I think they went back. You guys went back after they called because you know it had been like three months and there had been a lot of stuff learned that summer of '89. Yeah. Was like just a lot of stuff happening that summer. So yeah, we had all gotten a lot better since. The tapes so we went back and filmed some more i think and larry we put the camera in anyone's hands my cousin yeah. my sister my dad yeah. whoever whoever was near nearby with two open hands here here you go yeah i would yeah. do the same yeah i've had i have footage of my mom filming me that's great <laughs> yeah that's great yeah that was um anyone i mean yeah here hold it oh, yeah. we take turns all right i'm gonna try the staircase i'm gonna turns. try the staircase okay go yeah nice yeah i, I mean you guys had only been skating three years at that point which was surprising to me because like there were some i mean i don't know for three years in you guys were doing some pretty big stuff yeah some yeah. big stairs that kickflip yeah. that was that on your ramp that kickflip to rock faking yeah 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 that was your backyard uh, ramp kickflip to disaster back yeah Does that, that, yeah 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 yep yeah. yep yeah. yeah. you know what's a bummer yeah. though flynn is you had you had this double it was a fakey double, double kickflip kick yeah to disaster disaster i guess yeah. and that didn't make the video for some reason or no. maybe it was after after the submission that was a sweet trick right? that, that was one of my patent that, like i felt like i was one of the first i'd ever seen do it I was like yes yes i did it yeah. i feel like that was a common theme we've heard is kind of people like having you know having tricks pulled back you know you, we've heard that and i've heard that in other video of other interviews were like i don't know if stacy was like concerned that a trick was too good for maybe the person that was <laughs> yeah. doing it and it would overshadow some of his bigger riders you know so he i don't know if he'd say throttled the parts a little bit but maybe it was like eh. that was something that was interesting that i learned later about band this was that the the la boys section had right. been, like that whole story of them like that was filmed like what a year before mm-hmm. and um and they were like look we gotta you know hold you guys back because making the older guys look bad yeah exactly yeah so when what what would you say that when would you say you guys film most of this stuff was that mostly 89 88 88 89 yeah 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 mostly 89 mostly summer 89 i believe yeah 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 summer 89 most of it's okay most of it's at our high school our high school one of the middle schools a little bit in my front so there's one trick in there I wanted to ask you about. It's like there's like a wave ramp going up to like a wall ride. Yes. What, what, what was looks that? So all fun. About? Looks That's like a local a con- contest. That was a contest. That was actually okay. a contest run. Um, that was one of my better entries, if I remember. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was probably on orbit, guys. One I, of the on orbit contests. It was before, not in orbit contest. Before Greenwood, no. No, it, I, I was not there. I was like, I was out of town. Uh-huh. But uh it was not in orbit i don't think not at the original in orbit location at that church maybe no 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 that was um god it was it was a different it was a different over the edge might have been 
I don't recall, but I do know it wasn't like the typical places where we were having contests. It was yeah. like a an outlier, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Yeah, that ramp looked that fun. Was, yeah, it was, it was neat. Cool. It was Indianapolis, though. Most right. of the contests we went to, I think, were Indianapolis, Greenwood, Kokomo, Central Kokomo, and Martinsville, maybe? Lafayette, maybe? Lafayette, maybe? That one, I just feel like was a little, like, I don't know. Anyway, no. whatever. <laughs> It was a cool rant. I'm sure it's gone now. Rest in peace. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I don't make them like they used to, man. No. no. <laughs> I got a Got couple it. nerdy questions. So we know it's in Chris's basement, but what are those stickers you guys have on your shirts? Oh yeah, in that awesome. intro. Uh, Team No Name. That Team was no- our. That was our crew. It was pretty much uh, Steve, Chris, myself, and our friend Mark Carter uh who am, who am i with it was the four of us that was the four of us yeah 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 it was the four of us so not a large crew nice. but that was at least 30 percent of the, the the skateboard population <laughs> in like ninth grade or yeah ninth grade or whatever i think chris had the idea like oh there's a there's a copy shop that we could make stickers for like you know yeah. 100 bucks or whatever we get a thousand stickers you're like oh let's do that so like you drew some drew some designs uh it's a little like, like a guy doing a trail trail slide yeah and we made stickers and put them up at school and we put them up everywhere everywhere <laughs> everywhere we could were they like contact paper like those contact paper stickers or were they actually like glossy stickers they were glossy stickers they were, were they nice yeah glossy nice. paper yeah Nice. Were, i wouldn't say they last out in the sun for more than uh, a couple <laughs> yeah. months but uh yeah, yeah. My favorite fact, is we got we got Christian Asoy to put one on his shorts at uh no, it was Tony Magnuson. Oh Tony Magnuson. Yeah, right. and it's in it's in like the May 89 Thrasher. Yeah. No way. And yeah, and we're like, oh I have stickers on the thrasher. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I'm gonna, gonna have find to look that. that up. Yeah. You guys, yeah, yeah. You guys like you made me go run up and give it to him. I was like, oh, <laughs> we went, yeah, we had gone to the NSA, it's like the NSA finals in Dayton, right? Uh, in like January of 89. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I thought it was one of the Swatch tours, and I thought we gave Christian Asoy one at a Swatch tour if that rings a bell. But uh, it might have been. We didn't have them yet. Maybe. Yeah. Christian Asoy and Tony Mag are honorary team no name. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Who's wearing the cowboy hat in one of the clips? What? I didn't see that. You do a bit. Someone does a big axle stall, like on a brick ledge, and then you can see they're wearing a cowboy hat. That's Flynn, and you do have a weird hat on. (laughs) You do. do. I just watched it. Yeah, it is kind of a cowboy hat. It probably. It was probably like a a fedora or something. No, it was probably like a a bucket hat, like a big bucket hat or something. Who knows? That's awesome. It was probably a bucket hat, but I just had such a small head that it looked like a cowboy. (laughs) I still have that. I still have that problem. <laughs> Flynn, you're rocking some shades too in some of the clips. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I had some uh, the uh, uh, Oakley the frog skins. They were cow print. Oh yeah, those, nice those for the yeah. I wish I could find those. Oh I know. I I, I, I went back and saw my dad like two years back, and I scoured the house like, dude, they gotta be here somewhere. Couldn't find them. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> They were, um, I do have an interesting band, this story. Okay. I, I just told Steve and Chris this one. 
So it was probably like 1999. So it's been like 10 years later. And I was in Los Feliz in LA. And there was like a skateboard art um, gallery thing going on at this shop. And someone said, hey, you should go. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go check it out. And I'm looking and this guy standing next to me. We're, you know, I don't know. We just start talking. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, whatever. And he's like, hey, man, what's, you know, what's your name? I'm like, oh, Flynn. And he's like, Flynn Atkins. And I was like, yeah. He goes, I'm Craig Stessick. And I was like, <laughs> he goes, bro, we, we were blown away when we got that. We were like, how did these guys do this? Because he was like, it was like the technology that we had. We were blown away. Like you guys, it was like a 45 minute video you sent us and slow-mo and music and all wow. that. He was like, how did you, get, you know? And I was like, oh yeah. You know, Chris's dad, we had access to the save department and we learned he was like, dude, we were like, man, we should hire these kids. And I was like, man, I wish you had them. I know. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that's amazing. It was, it was like so cool. It was like, man, that's such a trip. Yeah. That's but amazing. Yeah. Even, even then, I think they were kind of like blown away, like these like teenagers put this because it's not like today where everybody's got it right here. Mm -hmm. Right. Was, right. Yeah, so do you guys still, does anyone still have a copy of the, the full video that you guys, did you guys make a copy for yourselves of the one that you sent to Powell? Or I certainly have one that we may have done even after that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Flynn, I know I've got a couple and I was telling these guys, I just recently digitized all my old, you know, raw footage and stuff. So I've got all kinds of wonderful nuggets of, of all of us skating. So uh, time to sift through them, gentlemen, see, see what's yeah, out there. Yeah. I, I don't know if, um, if any of us do you have the, the it was like 44 minutes long that we sent that one do you have that one bro i bet i do flynn yeah, yeah. i bet i do okay are you gonna say the title of it what was the title was there a title laws, laws of physics yes laws of physics laws of oh physics. my gosh <laughs> totally forgot that nice that's right we need so to we set up like, a premiere yeah. We, did, we, we had like hand-drawn graphics that we yep. put on there i have yeah, that yeah. i do have that i have oh. it yes yes I dude we'll put that up on our youtube page if you guys want Please. i will we'll premiere it yeah and, and talk about it and got that it. would be awesome you got it yeah that nice. would be sick so stesic remembered you he he picked he, you out by like, name he heard my name yeah he was like flynn like flynn atkins i was like that's yeah. crazy oh. yeah but that wow. that happened a lot when i moved out to california i would go to different contests or demos and i remember one time you know meeting like steve barra and he was like wait flynn like Flynn Atkins, the dude from Indiana. I'm like, yes. Wow, <laughs> man. Cool. <laughs> See, thankfully, dude, you have a memorable yeah. name. Yeah. Right. It kind of right. sticks out because yeah. that that was how we initially reached out because we're like a Flynn yeah. Atkins. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a it's like so there's only probably name. only so many people. Whereas like Chris yeah. Long would have been a harder one to track down, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True indeed. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Such a cool time. I had a couple other quick, quick questions. So the kick flip, the fakie rock on the mini ramp, you can hear mm -hmm. maybe the cameraman or someone right off screen goes, ah, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cracked me up. You caught that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was probably one of you two for sure. Like good enough. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Next yeah. trick. Good enough yeah. for who it's for. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah, I don't know. I think the skating is really good. I mean, kick flips, handrails, like big stairs, you know. They yeah, was... you guys were doing a lot of stuff on the nose when there was yeah. no noses to be done stuff on. Like, yeah. you guys look like had, you know, some of those just 
stalls, like nose stalls on that mini ramp that you guys were doing, like on like these whatever three inch noses or whatever. That was the pretty impressive. Yeah, the, uh, the GNS Heinzman came out, which had oh, like a yeah. five inch nose. Yeah. So I know noses were getting way bigger that summer. I feel like, um, and what maybe didn't Hensley, yeah, that deck kind of came out and it had a little mm-hmm. bit longer nose, and we were starting to like gravitate. To that you know like okay i see the purpose in this and kick flips just everything was kick flips man double yeah. kick flips anything we could do a kick flip off of and like this all the step off tricks yeah step mm-hmm. off flips and no all of that the no complies yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i love that step off like that i kick the board and it does a flip that's that's that was yeah. always a fun one yeah yeah there's one where you you land and you roll through the grass and you somehow just <laughs> make yeah. it off the <laughs> off the sidewalk thick through the grass and i'm like oh man that was awesome because usually like grass would hang you up and yeah. you, the trick will be over and chris is that you that does the front side 360 off the launch ramp yeah that's 3418 ross drive man that's uh where i grew up and that was probably version 12 of our launch ramps and <laughs> for sure they came and went pretty quick back then yeah they yeah. did. i remember a couple of that we had just would get just destroyed like we would I- We'd bring them up to this this school, and it was the same shit, man. Like some you know jock mentality or whatever. Some dudes would come up and like they we we'd you know we'd stash it behind some bushes or something because we're like, how oh, we don't want to drag it all the way home, you know. Yeah. And then you come back the next day and it's just demolished, you know, stomped <laughs> and like, ah, damn it. Luckily they were cheap to build and yeah. <laughs> you could usually scavenge enough from the skeleton of the last one to put a new one together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I. I just remember the weather. Like I, I remember many sessions at Chris's house on the launch ramp, and it being like zero degrees. Yeah. And every time you fall, it just was like, "Oh dear God, oh I can't take it." Oh yeah, I mean, it, like it feels like you're breaking your skin open. <laughs> it's just, you know, yeah, it's so much harder to fall in the winter. Larry Kim comes from upstate New York, so he knows all about so that. You too. know all about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, so yeah. what did you guys think of Band This when you saw it overall? Were you guys stoked on the video? Were you were uh, like, I mean, you guys had to have been exceedingly proud to have been a, a part of that. The, the, yeah, the, the Frankie Hill part at the beginning. I mean, some of those heavy tricks. I just fell in love with some of those big rails and those big stairs. And to your point, that's that Caballero part is just to this day. I, I always watch it before I watch our our little part before I show anybody our part to try to set it up. Yeah, to give some legit <laughs> to give some legitimacy to our little right. part. Yeah, yeah. Think the Ray Barbie part. Oh, you know. there's so many good ones in that. Yeah. yeah. My favorite clip in any video, all videos, is the LA Boys section. Mm-hmm. Which is that I had not seen anything like that. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Like 360 Ollies. Like that was the that's Nollies. Like, that's what like, I wanted to do. The big Nollies, like Paulo Diaz. Just like they were all like. Yeah, that, that's my favorite part of any skateboard. Oh, dude, the bus bench tricks. But yeah, just, just yeah. endless. That was my favorite. Like, that was what like, I think, like, Police Academy 4 is mm-hmm. what like, got me into skating. Just the idea <laughs> of like cruising somewhere with your friends. Like, the, the getting there is 90% of it. You know, you're just Completely. farting around, doing tricks in the way. Then you stop at a bus bench and you spend yeah. an hour, you know, and then you go to a stair and you spend an hour. Like, there's a lot, there was a lot to be made of little things and like the yeah. getting there. I think that like that part seemed to embody that kind of skating, like just hanging out yeah. with your dudes. Paul was Paul was great at that, man. They were yeah. the best at that. 
at that yeah, that exact family. thing that make getting you skating as a crew going from place to place yeah. continuity you know the r- rubber boys part the chin yeah. part you know that you know the la boys like it's that whole concept of just like the scene like the the crew just skating around and yeah. just getting from wherever to wherever and just you know yeah, yeah and stacy of course had a lot to do with that you know with the the, the police academy thing too so it makes sense that yeah he, i think that's like a that's a technically not a pal video but Almost it's as close as you can get yeah. Can get. yeah one thing i did notice too about the part is the song that's in your part is also recycled into the uh salman aga and javante turner part a little later on oh, so you guys yeah. have a little connection with those guys too yeah all right so after band this what what happens you guys keep continue skating or or what what happens next you go <laughs> Uh, we skate. I skated just for another year or two and then kind of got out of it. Um, went to college, started snowboarding and I've kind of stuck with snowboarding. I live out in the country, so, uh, don't really do too much skateboarding these days. Flynn, you want to go? Yeah, I, um, I ended up, yeah, I stayed skating for many years. I moved out to LA, still live in LA. And I mean, I skated pretty much up like daily, probably to like, the like 97 ish um and it would be like at a point where i i just remember like running into like reese forbes skating at usc and he's just going full speed popping these backside 180 ollies over these huge trash cans at usc and it was just kind of one of those like dude this sport is just getting nuts like (laughs) just the the and 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 just you know like seeing it progress so much that it was just like wow and that was just the beginning of seeing a lot of these dudes you know street skating just kind of taking over uh even to that that next level of just you know um so kind of like i don't know life you grow up get a job other interests uh but i still mingle around i think covid uh especially during the lockdown there's an elementary school down the street and was just doing a lot of that with my my boys skating with them that's awesome man yeah it's been is you know but definitely i think skateboarding is still just a part oh, like yeah. i i identify as a a skateboarder you know for sure you know like that's just i don't know can't help it you know the stuff you, they they do these days it's so it, heavy it blows it, me away i mean i i certainly spend a lot of time watching the videos these days of the the tricks and the the terrain and the stuff that people are willing to to try and yeah. Oh, concrete hurts, man. Snow is a lot softer. Snow is so much softer for me. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's true. I uh so about six six months, the summer of ninety, um, I was in a car accident oh, and no. a spinal cord injury uh mm. from the neck down. So I am paralyzed from the neck down. Oh um, no, Steve. Yeah, so that was a big change obviously i never quit skating but it was just something that like all of a sudden i couldn't do wow you know like that was my like identity so i never really like it's never like i quit being a skater it's mm-hmm. just that happened yeah yeah um, you know i stayed like obviously stayed friends with skater friends but it became like it was hard for the first couple of years just like seeing friends that were like oh i could be doing that um that was tough um, got better. I moved to Dayton, Ohio in like 92, just 
a year, a year or so after my injury and like kind of met with other skaters there that were like involved in the workshop. So that was, that was a good way to like get back into it and not feel like as, uh, as tender. Yeah. Um, we were all really young. Like I was 15. Wow. When this happened. So it was, uh, Jeez, man. yeah, it was a life change still like connected to skateboarding. Um, yeah, very connected. I like, you know, I didn't want to stop hanging with these people. Fortunately, like the, the Venn diagram of like skaters and punk rock was pretty, a pretty close circle. So started going to shows, uh, did a record label, started a record label, did that for about 11 years, put out punk rock records and book shows, but so still connected to skateboarding, put out some skaters records and yeah that's awesome that's awesome dude i mean uh thanks for like listening to this show and getting in touch and like helping us make this come to fruition man i mean yeah this was like this was yeah this is an important thing for i think all of us yeah we none of us have talked in 25 30 years so it was it's overdue that's awesome yeah the last one we did before you guys for the intelligence report episodes was was Jake Bradley and Frankie Hill yeah. and Brandon Chapman and they it was the same situation like they yeah. three dudes and, and they had a part and, yeah and they didn't talk hadn't talked to him forever either so mm. um very cool man I mean it's awesome that you guys are back together and like Larry said you know we we, we talk about this on the show all the time but we had this list when we started of like all these cool people it would be it would be so cool to talk to these people like you know these like sort of you know, guys who don't, didn't, don't get talked to enough. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, oh man, I, w- I would love to talk to like, you know, Eric Sanderson. I'd love to talk to like Mark yeah. Sato and, you know, guys like that. And you guys were on that. We're like, dude, Flynn Atkins and, and Chris Long, like how yeah. cool would it be to get those dudes on, you know? So here we are. Yeah, and of course, cool. Steve too, who we were not aware of was in that part. <laughs> hey. Yeah. yeah. No one, no one was. <laughs> well, now, we, they know. now we know. When we did the episode on band this, there was a little part because we had already talked to Flynn about getting this together, but yeah. we I cut it out of the episode because we everyone we you know we talked about like, oh, where are the it would be awesome to find those guys. And I was like, Well, actually, we're kind of already doing it, but we cut it out to kind of keep the surprise that uh, oh, was that who what I for some reason I thought it was Peter McEwen that said it'd be cool for you guys to get those guys on. But maybe it was it was uh, uh, it was Bobby Pulio who was, like, was Bobby oh, Pulio. Yeah, yeah. That's he's just was. like, where yeah. are you guys got to find those guys? And I was like, well, actually, we've already We're talked to one of them. We're <laughs> trying to get it all set up. That's so cool. Thank, thank you guys for pulling this together, man. The yeah, opportunity yeah. to reconnect with these guys has been really special. No yeah, problem, man. So cool to hear the story, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Cool. You guys lived the you guys lived the dream for you know a, a moment <laughs> for, for one minute. Yeah, you guys, got yep. yeah, you exactly. guys are like the representation of like every kid around every the world that wanted to be fantasy. in a Paul yeah. Peralta video. And <laughs> boom, you guys, you were the guys. That's super awesome. I like to think we were this one little piece of, you know, the birth of the the GoPro YouTube videos that, yeah. you know, we that, that are so prevalent everywhere now. It's true. It's absolutely true, man. Yep. I think sometimes all it takes is that one spark to like, you know, for a kid to realize, oh, this is doable. Like this is achievable. You know, these guys did it. And so, yeah, I think there's some truth to that. I always wondered what other skaters thought of that section, like, because, you know, it was so close to us, like, 
it was hard to imagine or hear what other people thought of it. I, I don't I don't know that you guys or any of us ever considered that at the time being like, well, I wonder what people think of us. And I don't remember it being something that like was talked about. Like when we go to places, I don't remember people like, oh, those, those are those guys. Like, do you, do you have any recollection of that? I remember getting recognized once in Atlanta, Flynn. I think we were on a trip no to the South and we were in a skate park and got recognized, but yeah. No, Steve, that's a great point. I mean, the fact that that you guys wanted to track us down and talk to us just and that that it was that it left such an impression on you. Uh, yeah. I cherish that, man. It's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I've probably watched Ben this conservatively 500 times. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Over the last 30 years. It's a special video for me, you know, because I was there and it was it was at that time in my life. I was like 12 turned 13 and that, yeah. you know, yeah. so going, being able to go to that and see it was really you know meaningful to me. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think I'm probably one of like thousands of people that's watched that video over and over again. And so I would say that like, yeah, I mean, Bobby Puglio, like I said, he was like, oh, yeah, these guys are awesome. You guys should check. You should track these guys down. We're like, oh, yeah, we're already on it. But I think like most people do know about that part. It stands out. It stands out just because it's it was so it was so unusual for the time. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I love it, man. And it was uh yeah, like I said, man, it was it was a it was a special time. Like you guys said, it was a special time. Like that eighty nine. I don't know what it was about eighty nine, dude. Yeah, oh, summer yeah. eighty nine. Yeah. Summer eighty nine was just was. the best. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You guys, you guys might know this. Didn't did Stacy Peralta have something to do with Skate TV that was on yes. Nickelodeon? Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. Okay, because mm -hmm. didn't he, didn't he have a segment that was very similar to? Yeah, I was just about to yeah. mention they. You guys were the pre. Good, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys were the good reaction to that, and they trickled it over into uh, Skate TV. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah, we just had the guy who produced Skate TV on the show. Oh, no. um it's got mark hunt and he was telling us a little bit about how that all came to pass but yeah definitely you know that was the you guys were the year before skate tv came out mm -hmm. um and i think that had a lot to do with it i have no yeah. doubt about that yeah, yeah. wow awesome. yeah skate tv had a very like band this e feel 100 like, the, the mm -hmm. graphics yep. yeah the graphics the typefaces like, and yeah everything the music yeah even just some of the like the yeah the imagery like right before you guys your part comes on there's like that lizard on the screen yeah, yeah. Like, like that yeah. kind of stuff is all over skate tv mm -hmm. you know so i always look at skate tv as like the the continuation of band this of for yeah. 12 episodes or whatever mm -hmm. you guys seen those videola things oh yeah oh, yeah yeah we did an episode on that one those are those are cool yeah all right guys this has been amazing any final final thoughts on band this I'd like to thank Stacy Peralta for the opportunity. Uh, if he ever hears this, thank you, Stacy. It was wonderful. Yeah, definitely agreed. It, it's an honor, I think, to to look back and know, you know, we were kind of part of that history of skateboarding. I'd like to thank the editor yeah. for slipping my trick in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, this is like, it is. It is like for me. It's it's a it's a very cool thing to have. Super cool. All righty. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. This has been great. Thank you. We yes, will uh, you. we will keep in touch. And I know at some point in real life, I will meet all three of you guys. So 100%. We'll yeah. all get together yeah. at some yeah, point. Yeah, St. Louis is not far. Next yep. time you're in town, dude, hit me up. I will. That would be awesome.
I love it. Thanks, guys. Great right. job on the podcast. Yeah. Such, thank you. Yeah. Such an honor to meet you guys, talk to you guys. Thank you for coming on and being so cool. Thank um, you. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's always, always just, it's a trip, man, to like meet people like you guys. You know what I mean? Just yeah. that you've you've known of forever and uh, yeah. it's just awesome. So thanks again. Thank you, yeah. Brad. Thanks thank for having you. us. All right. And there they go. Back to the green room. Dude. Dude, that was you great, right? If you would have told me when I was 12, 13, whatever, like sitting in the theater at Sheldon watching Ban This, that 34 years later, like I'd be talking to these dudes and had a hand in like bringing them together for the first time in like three decades or whatever, I would have called you crazy. Yeah, that's why. Like, how is that even possible, man? But yeah, like we mentioned, you know, like how are those three guys just still not out skating? Or, you know, you just think of yeah. them kind of frozen in time or whatever. Mm hmm. But dude, I mean, the, those stories are what makes this podcast amazing. Like those types of tales and hearing from from those kinds of people, man. Like the the people that everybody knows, but nobody, you know, not not a ton of people have heard from. Yeah, no uh, one knows the story so, behind the story or whatever. Yeah, what a cool tale, man! Like just to hear what was going on back then when, and you know, it's a, it's a it's kind of a story we've already heard like we said like in 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 some ways we've kind of heard that tale play out the, the that crazy call from stacy tale that just leads you into this weird sometimes short-lived but incredibly interesting and like life altering <laughs> that's right yeah. thing and yeah. uh, you know we, we we've heard about it here and there johnny rad and Peter McEwen and yeah, and wow. these guys, you know, like yeah. just the, this, the most random series of events that just sort of coalesced and there they were in a skate video. And I mean, honestly, that's gotta be, it has to be the first ever documented evidence of, you know, sponsor me footage making its way into a commercially released yeah. skate video i would think right I, I yeah can't. i can't nothing's coming to mind right now but i know we'll get an email like you forgot about you know yeah well yeah. that's all right no, yeah, I mean, yeah yeah you know for sure we could definitely be wrong about that but man dude amazing thank you thank you guys for coming on taking yeah. the time it was a as we mentioned it was sort of a a journey to get here with these with these guys yeah Unexpected we, we did it twists and turns you know Having yeah. Steve reach out, you know, not knowing that he was a part of it, and yeah, and him, him kind of helping us put the whole thing together, it's what makes this show awesome, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. it really is. So loved it. Super cool. All right, thanks to those guys again. But Matt, I think it's time. And now the Bones Brigade Audio Show Mailbag. All right, so we're back with the mailbag. And we have a message from Hunter. He writes, dudes, thank you for the great show. It's hands down my favorite podcast. I've been watching those Mondays with Mike V episodes. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's hilarious and almost surreal to see them, given the amount of time I've spent listening to you guys talk. LOL. Larry, we need more. Any chance of a reunion episode? <laughs> Tell Mike the world needs it. The public domain lost footage is crazy cool. I was very stoked you guys did a show on that. Anyway, thanks again. Can't wait to see where it goes from here. Cheers. So, thank you, Hunter. Thank you, you think, Hunter. Larry? Yeah, I. When is Mike V reunion? Or we, we talked go? about it briefly. Did you, you really? Know? Yeah, with no no plan of like, oh, we need to do a reunion episode, and it was like, oh, heck yeah, you know, but nothing. 
but right. you know, so the the foundations there a little bit. All right. Well, there you go. You got one guy out there too, because I'll watch it for sure. Okay. So yeah. you got two people that are they're clamoring for it, man. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So then Glenn writes in, "Good day, Matt and Larry. I have been binge listening to your podcast for many weeks now, and finally am up to date." I grew up skating in Cape Town, South Africa, and loved all the Paul Peralta videos. I used to watch them and go skating with my friends, trying to emulate my heroes. So nice to hear similar stories of people around the world. In the 90s, I recall meeting Tony Hawk and Ray Barbie when they came to visit. What a treat to see these legends skate and to see Ray Barbie skate vert. which is Wow, have we ever seen... Ray Barbie on a vert ramp anywhere? I think I've ever seen any vert footage of Ray. I don't think so either, yeah. It doesn't surprise me. In in pools, we've seen them in pools and mini ramps, but I don't think I've ever seen them on a vert ramp. That would be rad. That would be cool. Uh, Not skating too much now, but over the years, I've slowly collected a decent collection of original Powell boards, mostly mid-80s and early 90s. Now that you guys have been through the videos, I thought I might suggest an interesting topic. What about covering the topic of Powell deck collecting? The various colorways, why some boards are worth more than others. Why does everyone love the future primitive graphic? Whoever (laughs) bought mini boards. Why is XT looked down upon? And then in parentheses, I always thought it was superior. Um, Whoa. Glenn, you might get some some feedback on that (laughs) from some of our listeners. But rather than rambling on, I just thought I'd write in to say awesome work. And thanks for all the little bits of Powell history that I never knew about. Cheers, Glenn. So thanks, Glenn. Appreciate yeah, thanks, that. Glenn. Wow. So, um, I, yeah, you know what? I mean, that's a, that's a good idea. I mean, the, you know, I, I think that like the reality of it is a lot of people probably bought their first Paul boards based on the deck graphic. I mean, that, that's probably how, I don't even know what, 75% of the, you know what I mean? It was like, who bought boards based on shape? Yeah. Very few people, especially early on. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. when you later on, as you were like, oh, you know, this concave is better. This nose is better. But like early on, it's like you found your graphic, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I certainly, uh, you may, Larry and myself both have a ungodly amount of skateboards between the two of us. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good call. I mean, I think we could get into good. that, you know? Yeah. yeah, for sure. I would, I would nominate Sean Cliver for that, that one. Oh yeah. He's got all the details. Good call. But that dude. could be cool. You know, you talk to the skater, you could talk to the artist, you could talk to mm-hmm. the person who came up with the shape. You know, you could talk could to collectors. Of, you could talk to talk people. To, that yeah, are, talk to collectors. Know, there's some serious heavy hitter like collectors out there. So, real quick, yeah. let's talk about Larry. Why do you think everyone loves the future primitive graphic? Uh, because it's awesome, and Lance Mountain is awesome. So there you go. That's why they they like it. So whoever bought mini boards. Now my brother did mm. get a mini board when I okay. when we first started skating. I was twelve. He was probably about eight or nine, and he got a mini Vision uh, John Grigley. I remember okay. that. Um, you know. Yeah, I think kids, so. I knew little, younger little kids. kids would get a mini, yeah. but I know some people would get hose because they're like, "All right, we're going to the shop. I'm getting a Tony Hawk." Uh oh, mm-hmm. Tony. Oh, the full size. Or oh, I really want that a hawk though. Oh, they got a mini. I'll just get the mini, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like you're a yeah. little kid. You can't wait. Yeah. You just get it. Yeah. So XT, why was, why was Bonite looked down on Larry? What, well, I mean, besides the obvious stuff, I mean, it, 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 it would was D lamb and crack it would D lamb. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was basically like a, a layer of what was it? Roofing paper or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Tar paper or something tar like paper. that. Tar paper. Yeah. 
Yeah, the problem with Bonite, as I always saw it, was that it delammed quickly, and you got really bad twists in the. Uh, yeah, and it would they would snap or, vertically and not horizontally. And not horizontally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you it was ever, interesting. Like, some people would like forget it outside or like in their garage, and yeah. it would get like some moisture. Like if, if it, it got a, wet, it was yeah, over. it was like cardboard. Yeah. 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 Well, I've I've have a story. I guess I could share it. A former it. Powell rider that I uh, quizzed on Bonite one time, and from what my understanding, I don't know. Can if you name is, names, or are you going to keep it on the deal? I'll keep it under wraps. Okay. For now. All right. So I guess they came up with this. There was a maple shortage, so for Powell to keep up with the demand in 1987, when they were just mm-hmm. cranking full throttle, they're like, "Oh, we'll just." come up with some other material the stuff in there so it's not all maple we can keep up with our production kind of thing and then that just did not you know they picked the wrong kind of material i guess yeah but yeah i mean it, it was, was it was it was a good idea you yeah, know yeah 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 uh, and i think but that, didn't some I, older boards like i think i have a veriflex and it has that kind of stuff i have a lance mountain veriflex and it's got some it looks like bonite layers in there Wow. No, I didn't know that. No, I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't be surprised. I, if, yeah, you know. I think it was something yeah. someone else had experimented and they're like, oh, what did people do in the 70s or whatever? You know, it's like, yeah. oh, Kryptonics used tar paper. Okay, let's do that or whatever, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I never had, I mean, as a kid, I wasn't super picky. I definitely had a couple of XTs, but I, I remember after a while going like, man, if it doesn't have 7P on the Ripper, like... Yeah, and they would just get kind of soft. They wouldn't. I remember stay that. Crispy. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, they just did. They had a weird kind of mushy flex to them. Yeah, you try to snap an ollie and it fell all soft. Yeah, and sad. felt weird. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's cool that there's people out there that that appreciate it and thought it was superior. I mean, that that probably is. You know, I'm sure that there's a there's a select pe- group of bonite. There could be die some bonite diehards out, die there. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? So, well, thanks, Glenn. Appreciate the uh, feedback. Cool idea. And uh, that's, I mean, I, I love that idea because I'm a collector myself. So yeah. talking about collecting is something I can do all day. So there you go. All right. So we have John H for our last entry. Oh, our, our friend, John. John. This John? is the gentleman who began skateboarding at age 40. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. He's written um, many times. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, John says, hey, guys, I just wanted to let you know, I really enjoyed the SkaterCon recap episode and hearing about the adventures to the con. And your trip to Disneyland put a smile on my face. Nice. It was a different show than normal, but I loved hearing you, uh, hearing about you guys hanging out and just being friends. It made the show even more relatable. Also, I'm excited to hear that the show merch is available. My birthday is in November, so I will be buying myself a few gifts from the store soon. As always, keep up the good work, your friend John. Thank you, John. John, I'll, thank I'll you, keep dude. your eyes. I'll keep my eyes out uh, for your order. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll throw some goodies in there for you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. On behalf, we'll I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm I'm I'll speak on behalf of Larry and tell you he's gonna give you free shit. <laughs> I got some stuff later on. Oh yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that, it's it's funny, it's interesting how uh, well that SkaterCon episode is doing. People love it. It's gotten a lot People of love it. It's gotten a lot of a lot of uh, traction. It's it was weird. So not yeah. weird. I mean, it's cool, but it's like you know, it's kind of a. Yeah, we thought it would be kind of like a, of, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. like, oh, we're supposed to have an episode out. We just got back from the trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think we're going to call it for the mailbag. That was nice. a great, a great bag of mail. Thank you all. So Larry, if, if people want to hear me read their correspondence, how would they go about doing it? It's super easy. All you got to do is 
go to our website, which is thebonesbrigadeaudioshow.com and click on our contact page. It's just a super easy submission form. You just type in your message, hit enter, and we will get it instantly. That's the easiest way to do it and best way, but you can also uh, send us a DM on Instagram. So yes, whatever you, whatever you choose, we will receive it and we will feature it here. So I'm sending a, sending a homework assignment to all the listeners. So everyone go watch the video it yourself segment. Give us your thoughts, your feelings. What did you think about hearing from the guys today and uh, send us some feedback and we'll feature it on the next episode. Definitely. And speaking of feedback, if you enjoy the podcast, please go on to Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review, give us some, give us some stars. The more the merrier. It really hit that, helps. Hit us that five kinda, star button. Yeah, exactly. Follow our uh, YouTube page. We got some cool stuff up there. Um, more stuff to come. Hopefully, we'll we'll start getting the actual episodes up there at some point. But right now, it's sort of, it's sort of reserved for like the. A some place for us videos. to house the things that we talk about on the show that don't live anywhere else and some other kind of stuff. So, and yeah, as um, was just alluded to, we do have merch now. We got some t shirts, we got stickers, we have probably a few posters left over from SkaterCon. Yep, yep. Um, so, um, that's cool. Speaking of those posters, we're going to be rolling out a little Instagram promo pretty soon. We got 10 of them that were signed uh, at the show. By yeah, Anita I have not unpacked from the trip yet. Yeah, but we do have some. We 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 got was it ten? We got ten of them yeah, signed, 10, right? Yep. So we'll be doing some stuff on Instagram to kind of give those away. Nothing, you know, nothing crazy, but we'll do something with those soon. And then also, you know, if you don't want any merch, which I don't know why you wouldn't want any merch, but if you don't and you just want to throw us a little bone to support the show, if you've enjoyed listening to us talk and ramble and hypothesize over the last two years almost you can buy us a coffee there's a link in the show notes where you can kind of just it's kind of like a i don't know what is patreon it? Like kind a, of thing like a patreon kind tip, of thing. it's a it's a virtual tip jar let's we'll say that yeah there you is. go yeah yeah and so you can, can buy us a you can buy us coffee and show us some love or you you don't have to do any of that and just keep listening and enjoying the show and we'll keep yep. create content for you and uh all that fun stuff so man what an episode dude huh it's been a beautiful day. I'm so happy right now. I think I need to go skateboard. Dude, a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Sun's shining. The birds are chirping. It's time yep. to get out there. Taste All that right. concrete. Let's get up on those kicktails. Absolutely. We will be back soon with another episode, but until then, I'm Larry. I'm Matt. Reminding you to never stop searching for chin. Have a great night. L-T-A. Two words, 13 letters, and two guys with something to say. What's an OG skater from the old school? Over his lifetime, he skated tons of pools. The other little older, quite the businessman. When they hooked up, it was the master plan. The OG skater couldn't skate no more, except, of course, back and forth to the store. He got a new crew, one that could rage, and named his boys the Bones Brigade. The boys would practice each and every day. To be a bone boy, you know it'd be that way. When it came down to rock the world, they would bust out for all the boys and girls. It started off in the U.S. of A, rocking and a-rolling from state to state, city to city, and town to town, from L.A. to New York's underground, north, south, east, and west, writing palparazzi, cause it's the best, skating for money or skating for food, 
good attitude. Looking good and living large and on the ramp. Yes, they did bars with Longsmith, Brads, and Hurricanes. Always crazy, you know, always insane, but in control at all times. Skating hard to those hip-hop rhymes. Always skying high and never going low. Respect and effect, never dissing a bro. Things did change as time went by. What used to be cool now was fly. What used to be new now was old. And this is how the story's told. Thank you.